Good morning, everyone. I'm your host Christine Chung, and welcome back to another episode of Shin's Family Podcast series. If you are new here, we introduce and empower women perspective for millennial and Gen Z. We deliver high-quality visual art podcast with staff on women from diverse background and different perspective to reveal their own story and learn from it. And she inspired me. We want you to conquer the world in a better way. So you guys may notice that we are in different set today, and we actually here in the PepsiCo headquarters. And we also have a very special and distinguished guest. Her name is Janice. Janice is the vice president of logistics and supply chain department in PepsiCo headquarters. Yay! Hi. Welcome to the team today. Thank you. Excited to be here. And I believe that today is going to be an extraordinary episode because we'll be sharing a lot of her insight about her story. How can she become as a seven woman as now all day? And welcome, Janice, to the episode. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you. <laughs> so why, why don't we just start off about your personal background? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit about my career and. So I went to Purdue University, um, and I graduated and started working for Frito Lay, which is part of PepsiCo, 32 mm-hmm. years ago. Just had my PepsiCo anniversary wow. a week ago, so a long time—probably more years than many of you have been alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had a wonderful career, starting in supply chain. I started yeah. in manufacturing, uh, worked in warehouse and transportation in the field operations. Mm-hmm before I came to our, our headquarters here where we're filming from today. And I've done a variety of roles here at, at headquarters. Most recent position, I moved from Frito-Lay to Pepsi Logistics, and mm-hmm. I lead a team now uh, that, that provides distribution support through common carriers for the Pepsi as well as Frito-Lay, Quaker, Tropicana um, organizations. So what, what keeps you here? Like- you know what? It's there's always something new every mm-hmm. day that keeps you excited. It's there's so many different opportunities to take on different roles or to collaborate with different departments and learn something new that you never thought you'd be involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the the opportunities are limitless. I would say it's mm-hmm. it's always been fun. I've never been bored yeah. in any role I've been in. That's wonderful. That's amazing. When you first get their first position. Is there any challenging that you face with in the oh, early stage of your sure, career? Sure, yeah. When I first started, I worked mm-hmm. in um, field operations. I was in manufacturing plant, and you, th- you mentioned that there was very few women in the meeting right. that we were in for logistics. Well, mm-hmm. when I started manufacturing, very few women in manufacturing as well back then. Way more percentage of women t- in today's manufacturing environment, at least for PepsiCo. Um, but that back then, you know, I was one of just a few women, uh, as you can imagine, you know, 32 years ago, there were yeah. even fewer women uh, right. involved in the operation. So that was, you know, a little bit of a challenge, but because I was different and unique and there was not a lot of other people like me. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, that was kind of fun because I was different and I yes. offered a different perspective. And I think that women... We cut ourselves short sometimes when we think, oh gosh, or we're intimidated by, oh gosh, mm-hmm. it's all men. But it's, uh, they respect our points of view because it is different and unique from what they have to offer. Seeing, I know that supply chain is a very competitive and innovative industry, and also it's a male-dominant industry. So how can you define yourself different like as the way that you're just talking about? I think just by the nature mm-hmm. of of how we all grow up, you know, and, uh-huh. and we, 
as women, we have a different perspective and, and the things that we might share or observe. We have, I, I think, inherently different skill sets sometimes mm -hmm. than our male counterparts. And so I think just being your authentic self uh, provides that difference in what, what you bring that's different to the table. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is not being afraid to be the different one in the room, mm -hmm. to not being afraid to have a voice and uh, express what your thoughts are that could be completely different than the rest of the folks in the room. I know that you are a mom of two kids as well. Mm -hmm. How can you balance the personal life and your career life out? Because you seem like not only a successful woman at work, but also you know, you, yeah. in your personal life. And I think it's very important. I would say, you know, mm -hmm. leaning on my background and experience, I have two boys. I had those kids when I was working in field operations. I was running warehouses and distribution centers. And uh, it was, uh, you know, I, I would say that I would recommend that women, as you start to decide you're going to have a family, having mm -hmm. those important conversations with your spouse or your partner about child care and yeah. who's going to do what and how are we going to share the responsibilities. Do you both still want to have careers? Mm -hmm. Or is somebody going to take a pause of their career and raise the kids. You know, it, right. it's those important conversations that I would uh -huh. recommend that you have early on with your, with your partner, so that you guys know which direction you're going to head. All that said, there is no perfect plan. Uh, right. You know, things happen. Things you, you can plan all you want, but don't get too hung up on it because it won't go exactly as you think. And oh, I would. I it's can okay. Tell. <laughs> like it's okay because uh -huh. my personal experience, my my first child was born 12 weeks premature, uh -huh. early, 12 weeks. We had no house, we had no crib, we uh -huh. had nothing. <laughs> and we didn't plan for my husband to stay home uh -huh. from work, but he did. So mm -hmm. we, had, we were forced into a decision before we had even talked about any of those plans. So that's what I would suggest is yeah. talk about it early, you know, right. understand who's gonna do what, is mm -hmm. someone's gonna take a back seat for their career for a period of time. Um, you know, what is, what's the most important priorities to you um, as a family unit? I was married, I was engaged to my husband when I started working for the company. And we oh. got married, you know, five years like, later and we had kids. So you were around like 20s at that time or you're getting 30s when um, you were I was marriage? in my uh, early 30s, 30 oh, up to 35 when I had my kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, I was moving with the company. I was trying to balance yeah. and juggle career with, uh, we wanted kids, we wanted a family, and uh, so it all worked out. You know, like I said, you can't plan anything perfectly, <laughs> uh -huh. um, but this company, you know, PepsiCo, Frito-Lay mm -hmm. at the time was, was very good about allowing me, and I know other women too within the company that would say the same thing, mm -hmm. that nothing held us back as women, even though we had kids, it's all up to you as an individual to figure out your balance. What's, what's okay right. for you as a woman? How do you change your schedule mm -hmm. to accommodate your personal life and your mm -hmm. work life? As a woman, we, we want to be happiness, but we also want to be successful at the same time and yeah. having the balance is very important. Yes. I think I read in books that they say, whenever you feel like you're stuck at something, then the best way to keep the balance in your mind at that moment is having like a triangle vertex that you need to balance between your mm -hmm. physical health, your people, the environment around mm -hmm. you, and the last one is about, it's about your 
um, yourself reflection, like yeah. the conversation with yourself, the connection with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think um, having the balance is always important. And whenever we really stuck into it, we're just kind of trying to figure things out by yeah. balance that kind I, of triangle. I think you're right. And I would, mm -hmm. I would add to that and say that there's not always going to be perfect balance. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes when if you're on a teeter-totter, you're leaning towards one right. versus the other. And sometimes you're right in the middle. But sometimes work is going to be longer and more hours and more mm -hmm. time. But then you have to personally be OK with, um, that's OK. Next week, I'm going to flip that. And I'm going to spend more time with the family. Or I have other personal plans mm -hmm. I need to go attend to. And so the balance shifts. The balance shift. It, it mm -hmm. does. It does. You have to be flexible right. in terms of, you know, you got to meet your, your work obligations in mm -hmm. order to grow your career, but you also know as a, as a human that you want to have a good family life and personal life as well. And you have to, you have to wow. balance that in some way that makes sense for you. That's really important. Mm -hmm. So girl, make sure that you take notes, figure out your balance, and it's okay to kind of lost the balance a little bit, but then yeah. we need to go with it to yes. figure out the best way to deal with that. Absolutely. Fantastic. So before we jump into a heart-to-heart -heart conversation, we will play a small warm-up game. And I prepare some spicy chicken wings, sweet and sour spicy chicken wings, and also some spring roll right here for you. And for, I will serve for the card, and then you're going to pick some random question. And for each question be answered, you have to eat one piece of spicy stuff okay. to spice things up. Are you okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, the first one. What words you want to be when you were small? Um, a flight attendant. I wanted to. I wanted oh, to travel cool. and fly. Uh huh. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, this is like Thai food. Oh my goodness, it looks great. Yeah, this is like all veggie, but you can have some uh, chicken wings too. I'll do that too. Mmm, yum. That was good. What What you sing in the karaoke night? Oh, I would sing um, Jack and Diane by John Cougar Mellencamp, back from my era. You never heard that song? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Do you collect anything? I do collect. I collect medals that I win from the half marathons that I run. I have so, a whole wall full of medals. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you love marathon? I do. I only do the half, so I haven't uh -huh. done a full complete, but 13.1 miles. Wow. For a half. That's impressive. I have one next month uh, in Austin. So That's I just amazing. decided six years ago that I needed a hobby because my kids were getting older. Uh -huh. I'm like, I need something to keep me busy because I'm very, I got to have something to do, you know. That's and important. Now I understand why you have a lot of energy mm -hmm. because you're very healthy. <laughs> do you love working from home or you'd rather work in the office? Oh, I, I like the hybrid model which mm -hmm. is a little bit of both, and that's kind of where we've settled out right now with my team. I'm typically in the office three days a week and work from home usually on Mondays and Fridays. And I like the balance of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think since COVID and everybody was forced to work at right. home, and we, we got used to that. Uh huh. So I think we're back to this new model that it really works, and we call it work that works because it uh -huh. works for the people, it works for the business, as long as we're... We're still operating at full capacity, right. and, and you know, working as hard at home, whether you're home or at at the office, 
um, as long as we're contributing at those levels, then it's okay. But uh -huh. the benefit of coming in is you get to see your team, you know, the coworkers, the um, people that work right. for you. It, it, you got to have a balance of interpersonal interactions. I agree. Because I think it's, if you're 100% from home, you never really make those personal relationships right. that really do matter mm -hmm. in a career. Who is your role model? I will pull back on one of the leaders that I was exposed to early on in my career. Mm -hmm. Her name is Les Leslie Star Keating, mm -hmm. and she was the head of supply chain for Frito-Lay. And wow. she was the role model for me because she was dynamic. She was a great people leader. Uh -huh. She was personal. She would laugh. She would be serious. She knew she had the way of like getting it all done in a way that was very um, friendly and made you feel comfortable. Right. Uh, she, when, when I was a young manager, she was the first woman, because there wasn't that many women, mm -hmm. she was the first woman that I saw that was at that level of the organization, and then she was pregnant. I was like, Aww. oh, it was honestly that aha moment for me that you can be a successful career woman and have kids too. Right. So that was really inspiring to me. I, I remember that there's only 11% of women in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't realize that statistic. Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. that's you know that's a that's a scary number, but mm -hmm. at the same time, like I mentioned earlier, it's it's um, it makes us unique, and right. it, and we do bring something different to the shy. table. So <laughs> you do you have an opportunity to really shy because uh -huh. you're different. You're different. You're the different one in the room, and I agree. I don't let it intimidate me, nor should it intimidate any of these young ladies that right. were listening to your podcast. I agree. It's like something that you can take advantage of it. That you are the minority, so you can shine. That's you can, right. You can have more space to, mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's go back to the Jeans by Me question list. So if you can go back when you were 20s, is there anything that you wish that you can do differently? Or is there any words of wisdom that you wish that you knew earlier? Yeah. I think about, um, I wish I would have had more self-awareness. I think when you're young and right out of school mm -hmm. and you're starting a new career, you don't realize that all of your actions are being observed by somebody, whether it's your boss or your peers or the team members that might work for you. Uh, you, uh, you create a buzz. What we call is, what's your buzz? It's your buzz is what people think or say about you when you're not in the room. Mm. And so being self-aware of how you're coming across, do you have energy, are you positive? Are you easy to talk to and collaborate with? Or are you a difficult person to, to work with? And mm -hmm. so all those things create the buzz about you. And I think it's important to know uh, that that goes on. You know, if you're young and right out of school, you may not even know that you're having an impact right. like that. Uh -huh. And people are thinking, well, maybe, you know, is Christine the right person for that job? Well, whatever they know about you or see about you, that's gonna decide if they're gonna tap you on the shoulder it's, it's and say, It's like a creating you? a personal brain so that people know yeah. more about you, mm -hmm. right, isn't it? And then yeah. also I feel like having your people around you, like the environment is very important. And mm -hmm. I also heard some folks say that five people that you spend time the most with, people around you is kind of affects and oh, yeah. influence the way that you become in the future as well. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what kind of philosophy that you think that the, the girls should take in their early stage of their career. Mm. 
I think uh, when you're first starting out your career, you should you get that first job mm -hmm. that you're you know you, you interview for, you get awarded a new job, and I would say learn everything you can, like go deep and become the expert of whatever job they put you in, that first starter job, um, and go deep and understand and become an expert because that becomes your the foundation for your knowledge and for your next role. And so it's about you know learning that, believing in yourself that you can continue to grow and advance. Don't be intimidated. The first job is always hard. Yeah. And you're just learning and and you don't know if you're doing well. Right. So ask your manager, ask your boss for feedback. How am I doing? And mm -hmm. you know, like, I think that's the one way that you start to realize what your potential is. And I always like to suggest that don't think of that job you're in right now as not your last job. Look ahead, look to roles beyond. Like, mm. what do you aspire to become? Look around, don't just get so focused on the current right. role that you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, think about what's the next two jobs that I might want to have at this particular company um, so that you're always moving forward and you're thinking ahead and you're, you're not getting stuck in, I really don't love this particular mm -hmm. job. That's not the last job you're going to have. Mm -hmm. It's the first job you're having. Yeah. So it's like we have to be more visionary and be smarter yes. about, about what are we going to do in the future and knowing the, the plans in yeah. our career at some point like that. The thing with me right now, like personally, my first jobs, I think I'm doing in IT. But then the more that I'm doing with that, I feel like I'm not sure if this is the industry that I want to work with. Yeah. So... And your first job is already related to logistics and supply chain, right? And then mm -hmm. you know that that's your favorite, that's your passion. It is, yeah. But then for people like me, I feel like it's it's really hard to navigate myself. What is I'm good at, and and I, I, I just need a little bit more time yeah. to see through it. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about belief in yourself, that's going to be like, we need to trust our ability and be able to concur the, the, the job and the role that we, that we want to be at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's um, having the self-confidence mm -hmm. that you can learn anything. You know, the, if you're given right. the right training and capability building, you will master the technical part of the mm -hmm. job. It is really finding what inspires you right. and motivates you as a person. But I, Sometimes you don't even know what that's going to be uh -huh. until you're in it. Right. And I've been in jobs where I thought, oh, I do, that's one job in this company that I do not want to have. Uh -huh. And guess what? I was awarded that job. My boss said, we need you to go do that job. Sometimes you're going to be asked to do jobs that aren't your favorite. Mm -hmm. But the way I always looked at it was, I'm going to learn something from this job. Right. And I'm going to become a masterful at whatever it is I can, even if it's not my favorite role. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, it's gonna lead me to something else. Right, it may lead me to something else, yeah. but then it's, it's like a momentum yes. that we have to take a little bit wrong direction at that moment, but it's actually not really wrong because after that we learn yeah. and we know that, oh, this is not for me. Exactly. We try something else, mm -hmm. but I have that kind of foundation yes. to know exactly what I want. That's right. And eventually you'll land in what's your sweet spot? What do you, mm -hmm. what do you excel in because you love it, you have a passion for it? Right. You, it will come, but you may not know what that is, especially in those first jobs. Mm -hmm. You will learn. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's a that's a great reminder for me too, mm -hmm. because I I used to be in um, 
position that I don't trust myself being good at that job because mm-hmm. I actually really like no, no innovation and marketing. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like I'm not good enough or because, oh, I was mind raised in another country or something like mm-hmm. that. So I probably don't have that competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. But then the more I doing it, the more I feel like passionate about mm-hmm. it. If you were a recruiter, what kind of traits that you're looking for from a new candidate, mm-hmm. especially just a graduate college student? Yeah. With a college student, obviously mm-hmm. they don't have a whole lot of experience usually. Right. They might have some <laughs> internships maybe. Uh-huh. But uh, I look for someone with excitement, someone yeah. that has high energy, someone that is, has interpersonal skills that will be able to collaborate with the rest of the team. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think one of the this, this new skill sets that we require in, in all industries right now that, that I'm familiar with for sure is collaboration skills, ability to work with other people. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you're in a very independent, role like an IT type of role but as I look for good logistics people or supply chain people I'm looking for people that can interact well with others that they're smart enough they've they've, you know they've got their degree they prove that they've got brains it's like soft skill yeah it's the Mm -hmm. softer skills that I'm seeking I'm I'm gonna assume the university did their job and 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 taught you up and and (laughs) you're smart you wouldn't have passed you wouldn't have gotten good grades if you if you weren't smart enough so usually it's not about the smarts it's about the interpersonal softer side skills that they possess. Yeah. Oh, that's a really meaningful message mm-hmm. because I've been heard a, a lot about this kind of mindset lately that I've been uh, doing my internship, you know, when I jump into any internship, they actually don't looking for someone that have experience, but they're looking for the attitude. Absolutely. They're looking for the attitude, the energy, the mm-hmm. excitement, the ability to connect people mm-hmm. and the ability to adapt yes. with the environment and make people feel like really comfortable working with you. Yes. And I didn't acknowledge that it's going to be that important mm-hmm. until I get to know more people like you. Yes. And then I keep asking them what kind of personal um, trace that what, what kind of trace in your personal opinion that you think you were looking for mm-hmm. from um, a new candidate and they all answer the same yeah. thing mm-hmm. they're looking for someone that willing to learn yes. attitude and they're looking for someone that have that energy yeah excitement mm-hmm. like um, yeah make people exciting working with them with yeah, youth and the yes. thing with the younger generation like us is we willing to take like we're willing to take risks sometimes mm-hmm. and we also be bold yeah. <laughs> because it's okay for us to to make the mistake yeah but then it's a little bit sad to say that like a lot of us we also really care about what people think about us you know mm-hmm. like um, we worry too much about making mistakes mm-hmm. and especially in the educational system we stigmatize making mistakes mm-hmm. we're yeah. trying to get the good point the good grade but then thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Like soft skill is very important too. It is. And that's what you look for in an interview. Gosh, mm-hmm. I could interview 10 people and, yeah. s- and they could all, you know, five of them would be like, boring. I want, <laughs> excite me. Tell Aww, me something that's, so that's going to make me smile. That's like uh-huh. interact with uh-huh. me as the interviewer. Uh-huh. Don't be too stiff and straight and just be yourself. Yeah. Be authentic and be Aww, yourself. And I think so sweet. that comes through and that's what people look for in an interview. Thank the you hiring so managers. much. Mm-hmm. That's very important, guys. Um, 
So I just want to share with you a little bit of a, sure. about my personal experience. I just got a return offer from the company that I'm working with, and I don't have any experience in that job. Mm -hmm. But then they they get me an offer because of my excitement, yeah, or because of my energy, my personality. I think it's very important too because you know, like some some younger uh, people, like some peers, some of my friends, they kind of cover themselves up at work and they don't want it showing up. Mm -hmm. They don't want to open up with people because they think that, oh, they just want to get their job done. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a really wrong mindset because you're going to be in that career in the future for the next 40 years, for the next 30 years. And you mm -hmm. need to make sure that you're working with people that bring you Yes. The, the connection. It's mm -hmm. not only work, but also some creating something meaningful and totally. make you more motivated every single day whenever you go to the office. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Then um, um, I also have another question for you. I feel like in order to balance things out as um, female executive <laughs> and also as a mom, there should be an art behind it. So, is there any moment that you feel really challenging for you that make you really down? And well, and I would say the biggest challenge in my life when I was trying to balance mm -hmm. child and work and uh, was when my first son was born, and he was he was born very premature and had a, had to stay in the hospital for like oh, no. seven weeks uh -huh. and my time was up. I was supposed to come back to work. Oh yeah. And uh, I was really anxious about that. And I, you know, I, I ended up talking to my manager and, and they understood where I was. Mm -hmm. And so I think that enabled us to find some creative solutions so that I didn't have to come back to work immediately because my baby was still in the hospital. But oh, I think those I'm are the kind of, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it is a balance, but that when, when the company helped and supported me at that time, it made me so much more committed to the company. And I think so that's that part of that balancing work and home life. And it's a two way street. You know, I, I'm going to give all, my all to the company that supported me when I had a hardship. Mm. Because that was my first child and, and I was one of the few women. Mm -hmm. I had that mental concern that Oh, here she is, a female, she's pregnant, she can't come back to work. Yeah. I had that stigma in my head, oh. and I was worried about all of those things, but it turned out to be a very positive uh, yeah. situation. And so, I, I, you know, you live, you live and learn and you grow from that. Uh, I'll give you one more example from mm -hmm. a role that I took that was in logistics. It was in um, the transportation department at Frito-Lay, and I was still out in the field, and I was still pretty young. Um, and it was before I had my first baby, it was right before. And so, of course, going into a transportation department with 100 mm -hmm. truck drivers. Yeah. Wow. I was the first female manager over that That's team. Huge. And it was 100 <laughs> drivers. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, my good gosh, what am I going to do with 100 male? They're all men. Yeah. You know, they're all the drivers of men at that time. <laughs> There's a couple of women today. but 100 Truck driver. Truck drivers, yeah. And I had a team, of, you know, of other managers with me, but uh, they never had a female boss. Yeah. Have you ever feel overwhelmed when you're working with a lot of no. male like uh -uh. that? No. <laughs> At first, wow. I was intimidated with that group, particularly that group, because it was... It's happened all the time. A lot of men. Yeah. Right. And it was, uh, I thought, how are they going to accept me mm -hmm. as a female leader? And uh, 
I was so positively surprised mm -hmm. how great they treated me because most of them were older than me, like an older brother, a father, you know, they, they were that much older than me. I was yeah. in my 20s. Right. They were 40, and 50. Then now you lead them. And then you're put in a position as a, a right. young manager to lead those folks. And I didn't know if they were going to be, you know, she doesn't know anything about our industry. Right. And I was so pleasantly surprised how well they treated me. And, and then I became pregnant. And then I was like, oh, gosh. Now they're uh -huh. going to think, here's the female manager that's pregnant. But they treated me like their daughter, their sister. You know, they, they took really good care of me throughout yeah. the whole time I was in that department. Yeah. But then you make people love you. Yeah. And that's how you lead people, too. <laughs> you you got to treat them right. Yeah. Right. So whenever you, you work with people that, you know, like so much older than you, mm -hmm. they have more experience in the field compared to you. Yeah. How, how can you lead them? And yeah. what kind of attitude or what kind of mindset that you think that we should get prepared before we jump into that that yeah. position to working with them? I think that that's an excellent question because mm -hmm. it is a challenge if you're put into a leadership role right away right. and you're you're leading and managing people that are twice your age potentially. It happens and uh -huh. it happened to me and they're not all great. You know, all, every uh, I would say 90% of my experiences were positive because the team members get used to it. You know, they, they see a lot of young college grads coming in and out. So right. they become used to it in the bigger companies that have, that, that have a lot of turn. Mm. Um, but I think the, the things that make you successful in an environment like that are not walking in thinking that because you have a college degree that you're smarter than everybody else in the room. Right. Never, ever come in with an attitude like that because you're not. Right. They know a heck of a lot more than you about right. whatever that department is about. Mm -hmm. And they always will. And you will never mm -hmm. be as good as what those folks are uh, because that's what they do every day for 30 years. Um, so respecting them mm -hmm. for their knowledge and their capabilities and skills and going in with a learning mindset yeah. and an open mindset and, and asking a lot of questions and showing Aww. that interest in what they do. You still have to, you know, if you're managing that team, you still have to be able to hold them accountable and coach them and correct behaviors if necessary at sometimes, mm -hmm. but um, just doing it in a respectful way and treating them like human beings and, you know, people that have families too, and they have uh -huh. work and personal lives as well. Treating them with respect, I think, goes a long, long, long way. I remember when I got my first internship, then the VP gave us all the interns a books. And, but anyway, the main idea of the books is about how to be smart, be humble mm. and be a team player at Absolutely. work. And I feel like no matter how much experience that you have, but when you jump into the new company, then you have to learn everything from zero. Mm -hmm. then That's we, right. Then this is a, a great opportunity for your willingness to learn shine, mm -hmm. to catch up with everyone. Mm -hmm. And then that's also the time that we need to, yeah. to learn and respect and ask for help and yeah. stay curious about everything. And I love that. I love that. Hum mm -hmm. The stay humble piece. That's really important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be it for the episode today. And I learned a lot from her. Our words inspire and I hope you guys are inspired by Janice as well. Thank you, Christine. I've enjoyed <laughs> doing this with you and I've learned from you too. So thank you for including me in your podcast. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much everyone for watching our episode today. And don't forget to click subscribe, like and comment below and let me know your thoughts on this. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time.